0: Okay, this is pretty awesome. So if you are into science-backed products when it comes to your health, your gut health, but also woman-owned products, I must introduce you to Equilibria. I'm so thankful I discovered them this year. I mean, Equilibria, they help you take on your wellness journey knowing that you have a dedicated one-on-one support to help you achieve your goals. So it's not like you're just taking a pill mindlessly. You actually get one-on-one support. That's awesome. And their signature product, which is EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense, it comes in a convenient three-in-one capsule form. And so this is specifically formulated to bolster digestive health and fortify gut barrier protection, among other benefits. And we know that a balanced gut not only enhances our immunity but also contributes to our overall mental well-being. And our quality of sleep, of course, having efficient digestion, and even radiant skin. But what distinguishes Equilibria's probiotic supplement is its meticulous selection, which is tailored to women's health needs. And of course, like I said, science-backed, and they're also ensuring affordability without compromising potency. And as someone who once struggled pretty severely with gut health issues for years, I intensified my focus on gut health in, I'd say, around 2020 and I'm thrilled to have recently discovered these products this year as, of course, they're backed by research for women's well-being, they're women-owned, and they support overall microbiome health, warding off harmful bacteria and enhancing our nutrient absorption. So head to myeq.com and use code MAGIC for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code MAGIC at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that
1: be in presence it begins to pull you and there's this point where you can feel euphoric bliss that lives beyond condition and I think whatever we can do to nurture that part of ourselves and one of those ways I guess I'm saying is to simply become the observer without identifying uh, without opinion and without investment and that's also ironically like how we can walk ourselves back to truth when stuff does come up. It's like, what is true when I take my identity out of this equation? What is true when I take my personal investment out? What is true when I take my opinion out? And because we can't always just go to the mind to figure it out, right? But we can have these pieces that we know bring us back because really all solution is gonna lie within that essence. Now let the magic begin.
0: Hello, Jaima, Jaima Soul Fam. It's Raquel, and welcome to Your Own Magic, a soul-expanding and heart opening podcasts. I hope you're feeling light or open to feeling a bit lighter today listening to this very special episode with the one, the only, one of Your Own Magic's favorite queens, Brie Melanson, psychic medium, channeler, breathwork facilitator, and has co-hosted Your Own Magic retreats with me along with many of her own, and has been on this podcast many times, perhaps more than anybody else. This might be her fifth or sixth time. And so I absolutely loved this conversation. And Brie has this innate gift of simply helping people drop in and tune in more deeply. And you feel your soul flying just simply by her presence. And listening to her voice, it's like honey. So anyway, this was an absolute beautiful episode and we prayed before we recorded it and we were just in flow. We didn't even really know what the conversation was going to be or where it was going to go and whatever came through felt right. So we were open to whatever message felt right to deliver for the collective. And I also highly recommend going to BrieMelanson.com for more, B-R-E-E-M-E-L-A-N-S-O-N.com for free resources on her site, like intuitive training, breathwork meditation, soul meditations, and even free breathwork classes that are coming up. And she's even doing an in-body channeling early June. And she has some amazing courses, programs on there as well, even one that is coming up. I know a lot of people have transformed their lives through her Psychic Boot Camp course, which you can receive a discount when you use the code MAGIC at checkout. And anyway, sponsoring this episode is the amazing meditation app Headspace. They have a very special Deal for you when you go to headspace.com/slash magic. More on them later on in the episode, along with the show notes. And I think it's an offer to definitely take advantage of. And I also wanted to share that Gabby Bernstein's book selling masterclass, which I'll be taking as well, is finally here as of today. And the link to learn more about it and sign up for it is in the show notes. And for those who complete this book selling masterclass, I am more than happy to offer a free one-on-one zoom chat with you. That'd be so fun to do. And perhaps we'll chat about our books and our processes and whatever else comes to heart in the moment. So if you're a writer or you want to be one, I believe that this is the course that's going to help us indeed. And no, you don't need to be an influencer or have a big following or an established business or even a writing degree to share your story through books. People in every stage of life from every background hear this call to share their story with the world. And I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed when you know you are about to write a book and just sit at that blank page forever. And what I find fascinating about Gabby is that when Gabby wrote her first book, she had no idea what she was doing and she had no email list and no literary background, but she knew that there was a story that she simply had to share. She had to tell. She... She had to create a plan so she could let her inspiration simply guide her. And as a spiritual teacher, Gabby Bernstein feels it's her sacred responsibility to help others share their powerful stories and lessons with the world. And so she is committed to helping you share your message on a big scale and create a movement using the exact methods she used to publish all of her books. And as a number one New York Times bestselling author... With eight bestsellers to her name, Gabby Bernstein believes in the power of books and has witnessed firsthand the movements they create. So for this course, Gabby wanted to remove the guesswork of the writing and publishing and marketing process for you so you can fulfill your calling to spread your message. And Gabby has distilled 15-plus years of experience into the six-module digital course designed to give students everything they need to get their book into the world. And Gabby gives you her roadmap and shares everything she learned over her 15-plus years as a speaker and author And Gabby has recruited her own mentors and key guides to share their knowledge as well and their direction so that your questions are resolved and your path forward is enjoyable and smooth sailing. So when we join Gabby for the bestseller masterclass, which I will be as well, we may develop our book's message so that it will resonate with the exact readers that we want to attract And create a clear and complete outline to stay true to the core message and get Gabby's step-by-step process on how to craft a book proposal and learn how to find the people who will love our work, our book, and how to find agents and all the nuts and bolts in that department along with receiving Gabby's marketing playbook and her six-month bestseller, Marketing Plan, and we will learn directly from Gabby during 20-plus hours of video lessons, training with industry experts, six guided meditations, powerful exercises, and a live 90-minute group training with Gabby. So this is the course that you and I, who have been saying and desiring and writing even perhaps you also have been in the process of writing but still do not know exactly what to do next this is the course for us and so I feel it was so divinely guided and I'm so honored to be able to affiliate this and share this experience with you and so the link to the bestseller masterclass is in the show notes and i am looking forward to connecting with you once you complete the course we'll have a one-on-one zoom call all about our book and whatever else we feel like chatting about it's true that writing a book is truly a collaborative process with the universe and this is something gabby understands and so I find this to be absolutely perfect as we'll receive spiritual guidance in this course to open us up to become a clear channel to receive whatever information and powerful inspiration, which is key to writing a book and even marketing a best-selling book. So, this is perfect. This is perfect. And anyway, speaking of divine inspiration, I'm happy. I'm excited for you to listen to this episode with Bree as that's what we opened ourselves up to and we decided to just go with the flow and I have an inkling of a feeling something is going to light you up in some way, so. And if it does, feel free to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're using if that calls you, as that helps the show continue. <laughs> so thank you. And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Bree Melanson you guys Bree is back our favorite <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, thank you people I... always request for you to come back on oh you lie you lie no seriously that no, you're so definitely thankful. one of people's favorite guests mm. obviously one of mine
1: oh what an honor it really is
0: <laughs> what is lighting you up most in this season of your life Bree
1: uh um i think you know really and it is how i was uh kind of approaching being on today too is impact and service or um refocusing myself um i think just through you know desire and then and then inspiration and i think for all of us this year uh has really pushed us uh into our growth and it's making us get like crystal clear about our values and which worlds we want to entertain. Um and I think, you know, I, I have made I, I had like some life stuff come up before this year and um it's really supported me in being like, okay, what what are we doing? <laughs> where, where are we coming from? Are we coming from our, our ego and like our, you know, fearful self or, and how can I come more, um, from my soul and be of greatest service that I can, like in every way. I think sometimes the ego is like, it can hijack anything. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Be of service. What's your purpose? Like go big. (laughs) And you know it's it's really not about that. It's like how yeah how we um are showing up and how we are choosing to like act from spirit versus just like having the awareness of it. Um, and I know for all of us collectively, we're all like getting this continuing to get like this like big shakedown, you know <laughs> like you are not alone mm. if you are getting this continu- you know still getting that shakedown. Uh, and collectively of course that's what's happening as well Um, and it's uncomfortable but I the way that I see it happening is that it's like all those false parts of ourselves and the ways that we've been trying to uphold our conditioned self our fabricated self our ego are like breaking away to like sift to the bottom and be cleansed and um it's, you know, it's generally harder if we're trying to, like, reach the floor and pick them back up and glue them back on, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's also uncomfortable to let them go, Um, but I think it's a good, like, just kind of POV to come to anything with, like, is how do I be of greatest impact within, it could be your work, or it could be within a conversation, and how do I be of service um, as I move throughout my day, so, yeah, I think impact turn it, you know, really just how do I make the biggest impact and service within my and be of service within my life and then um also nature. She's the most lady. Like that's what's going to like create the foundation <laughs> so you can choose better too, right? And melt melt those moments with with her cuz she's mm-hmm. she's it.
0: Mm-hmm. She's holding you.
1: How about you? What's like what's getting you, Liddy?
0: What's getting me, Liddy, is first of all in this moment mm-hmm this is all I can think about what you just said, because I think a lot, everybody, most everybody listening has their ego that does hijack. And it's nice to hear somebody that people look to as a spiritual guide to know, like you have those human moments too, and life can frustrate you, take over. And sometimes it's easy to live by whatever our mind or ego or sense of Wanting to protect this human can take over versus opening the heart up to love and whatever may surrender us to let go of of our conditions. And sometimes I think, well, what if we have let go of some conditions, but then we realize some of the other conditions do actually make us feel Good, just as a human, understanding though, being aware that this truly is an illusion and a condition that was placed upon us. So, do we have to fully let some things
1: go? To remember also that our growth is infinite, and to be compassionate through the process. And yeah, we're human, um, and to be aware. Yeah, like obviously, we want to foster our light and what does light us up and what reminds reminds us of truth. Um, and that invites our more inherent self to come forth, and then also to look at the hardship and and lean into it. Be like, okay, babe, what how what is the invitation? Like, why is it here? I mean, we we unfortunately we have to feel all the crappy things. Like we have to move through it to get to the other side. So when that's when the, those things do come up, um, to move through them. And sometimes it is hard for me because I have dedicated most of my adult life to, you know, how the mind works and, yeah. um, you know, the spiritual world and, you know, mental and emotional. And, and so I'll go through something and I'll be like, you know, better than this, mm-hmm. why are you crying? You shouldn't be crying. <laughs> you know, um, but I, of course I allow myself to, and I, I want to look at, um, yeah, how is this here for my growth? And um how am I, you know, attaching my worth to this condition, um, and what is this actually an invitation for? Because we want to welcome, we, we can't not, uh, we can't evade hardship, right? Like, so yes. I think it's just having a different relationship with it, to the best of our ability. Yeah.
0: Oh, right there. Having a different relationship with hardship. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Because, and that's so true. It really is all about perspective. And I think <laughs> I felt a lot of shame hearing other beliefs that can go around in small communities, which might be very true for one person. I would listen and I would really. I felt as though, okay, this makes a world of sense and I need to be feeling only light and love. And when I was feeling human, um, I would feel a lot of shame, you know, uh, wrapped around that. And it just brought me back to the days when I felt that shame Mm. when I was part of a certain religion, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's when I kind of snapped out of it. I'm like, well... There's conditioning in many, and programming in many areas. So what is real? Because mm. what is real is, what, is what's going to bring that light within my soul when I do recognize and bring compassion for this human. And so I love that. Reframing your relationship with hardship and understanding. I mean, right now we are human, you know? And I think that that... And so whatever your humans going through, it's okay. It's, you, no one should ever feel ashamed to experience whatever their humans Mm -hmm. experiencing and if you want to bring more light to it or bring more purity to it you know it's okay to work with it but be patient and compassionate with yourself no matter where you're at and so I think that's so beautiful leading on to the next thing I want to talk about is that really does help the human tap into their true power their true self the power within them that they're Soul holds, not only that they're human holds. Mm-hmm. How would you define power
1: as inherent and unconditional? So it lives beyond condition Ooh. and therefore is impermeable, right? Um, and yeah, I mean, you kind of already said it. It's like, it's almost like defining power is defining who you really are uh, because the ego will have you fight for power um that you know the ego will overextend or protect it will assert breaches um but true power does live beyond all condition and it's it's okay that we learn through uh I guess we can call yeah the conditions I was going to call them illusions like but that it's like it's the only point right like so if we learn um, through a relationship or some type of pursuit within a career, we're still learning about our power, but it's not, you know, we're we're not getting it from that condition or that circumstance. And um and I also it makes me think of, you know, the more of like a macro law. And when I'm in hardship, sometimes when it's too close, like, or when I'm, when I can't deal with like the thing in that moment, or it feels too big, I try to go to macro laws, like what applies to all things. And I think one of those things is that the true essence of truth is neutral, right? Like the essence of all things lives in neutrality and therefore harmony. And like, if we look at nature, we we see that play out. We see the perfection that is, you know, truth and intelligence and oneness um, coexisting. And then so when we look at, at how we're moving through our life, it can tell us like more or less just where we stand in relation to truth. Right. So if the truth of all things is neutral and if, you know, we've all kind of had those moments where we access the presence of whatever you want to call it, our essence, our soul, our energy, peace, and it feels blissful. It's not. It's not fussed. You know, it's holding you. It's like I got you, babe. I got you, boo. So glad you came back. <laughs> and the and it is a neutral, right? And um, so when we have those emotions come up, it just kind of tells us where we stand and what self we are believing ourselves to be. And so then just taking the emotion more is like the invitation, right? Or whatever the thing is. Um, And like, uh, you know, as you were saying, yeah, I mean, we came here to be human. We didn't come here to like, be like love and light. Like We we live in a, in duality and, and it's like why (laughs) we're here to fully feel like to fully feel is to fully live. And so to Mm -hmm. evade our feelings is to really just like evade our purpose and the essence of life. And like, what the heck we're doing here, but we just don't want to like do backstrokes in them and identify with them and be like, my depression, my, this, my, that, like we want to just, yeah, I think like we were talking about, you know, just redefining them. Um, Yeah, that was a long winded answer, but all pertaining to power.
0: I love the I'm a long-winded person, and I have all the chills. And I be, I feel as though also we said a prayer before we started this conversation. And so I'm just allowing whatever to flow through, flow through. And I feel like you're so tapped in, and you've also lived quite the life. And so hearing this expression from you is something that is going to help a variety of people because everyone listening is living in their own reality that might be slightly different than the neighbor that's also listening. Mm -hmm. But hearing this, it's funny how, even though we're all living different realities and different lives, we all can connect to this one truth and this power within us. And Mm -hmm. what are ways we might unconsciously give away our power, Mm -hmm. whether that be to society, to other humans, or even just give away our power within ourselves And we, we unconsciously do so.
1: Yeah. um, I think, you know, like a, a a larger view is like, you know, and I really love kind of looking at even just defining your power as your true self. Right. And so what are the ways in which we are like foregoing or not choosing that essence? I think looking at just coming back to, you know, which self am I feeding Because if we are choosing that effort, like to like fulfill and sustain and uphold the identity, we're essentially giving our true power away, Um, and not to make it wrong, but uh, so there's things like that are more specific, like anger, and it's important to allow anger to come up and to you know go through the process of it, but then to realize that you know, forgiveness is really an act of self love, because we are, we are remembering in a sense that like, oops, I mean, really kind of just forgiving ourselves. because And that's like why we're so angry, because it's like we put our worth and our well being into a person or a circumstance. And of course, they're going to disappoint us because nobody can make us feel full or okay, or loved or safe. Like, they're, those are things that we can experience uh, in life, but they're not gonna. I mean, as you know, it's like the ego is in, insatiable. So if we keep looking to the to the person or the next person, well, we just kind of stay in that loop. So when we're when we hold that anger, it's like a false power, um, and it's a way. If you think about it, just kind of how the subconscious works, it's as long as I hold, and it's kind of a good prompt to like kind of wake, wake ourselves back up. As long as I hold this anger, then what truth do not do I know about myself? Right. It's kind of like, as long as I hold this anger, you might be like, well, then I know I'm right. Okay. But what else, somehow we're asking for that person or that circumstance to uphold a greater truth about ourselves that what, then I know that I'm worthy. Then I know that, you know, I'm, I'm a valuable person. Um, then I know how to define my boundaries better next time. So just looking at like, what is the deeper, like thing that we're going for? Like, we're really just looking for what? We're we're, we're really looking for an awareness that, you know, we are lovable um, and knowing that we are love. And so like, yeah, anger, um, comparison, because the interesting thing about that too it's like we are infinite uh infinitely different and uh here with our own perfect little expression as the whole and so if I look to you and I think oh she has that I should have I should be doing it that way or it is it, in some sense it's the same it's like as long as I'm maybe jealous of somebody then i know i can have what then i know i can have success then i know i can use my voice and then when i start comparing i'm i'm not choosing my inherent gifts right because we're all here you know it's like our little fingerprints we're just like we're all so incredibly unique and the path to all of our success and abundance is honing in on those parts of ourselves Um, and I think too, just like looking a little bit at the illusion of attainment and that can be, you know, I'm, I'm attaining money, I'm attaining wealth, or I'm attaining, uh, a sense of myself through something. And anytime you're on the struggle bus, you're coming from the illusion that you're separate and that you are the identity. There's something that we're doing there to uphold that part of ourselves um, and because it's conditional it's it's limited um, and then just kind of pulling pulling ourselves back and being like okay what am I actually looking for like even success is as you're saying you know so much is conditioned if nobody ever taught you or told you what success was how would you define it and then you get to what you're really actually looking for um, and how success in some ways, like when it comes from the ego's perspective, all it really is, is approval. Right. It's like, well, as long as I have these things, then, then what, then I'm like fake powerful. like fake. <laughs> Um, so we're evading, I think our true power, our true creative power. Um, yeah, just so many levels. I mean, even I remember a long time ago when I first started channeling, I, connected it was with the Pleiadians and they were like they were like hey well this is what the deal is like this is like breaking down all these things I was like what <laughs> was like, I were, but one of the things they said they were like uh oh I think yeah I think I was actually I was traveling and my friend was like ask about the pyramids and I was like okay <laughs> and they were like yeah you guys totally knew how to channel like energy from the field and yourselves and your own in- inherent power and you've forgotten and they're like, and you're kind of under this like spell and like you've been fooled to believe that we have to um, create power in a linear fashion. And then kind of like everything else falls underneath that. Like, you know, then, then we have to achieve a certain amount and I give you this, you give be that. And then it all it's like mm-hmm. consumerism and this whole, you know, all of it falls underneath this linear way of seeing the world and, uh, and so it's so interesting to look at the freedom and the potential that can come from not only unplugging from our inner like programming, but when we can unplug from the greater programming, then we can access this incredible power we have like yet to tap into. Um, but you know, we're one body one one experience and so i think yeah starting at those emotional places and and then stepping into empowerment from like okay how is this here for me how do i move through this more from who i really am and uh so that then we can show up differently in the world
0: most of you may have heard of the meditation app headspace and if you have yet to try it Well, they have a special deal for the Your Own Magic listeners and I highly recommend you take advantage of this offer. Especially if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. And Headspace is a daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy to use app. And Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation might be, feeling overwhelmed or burnt out or you're panicking, losing your temper, flustered in pain, well, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you specifically in that moment. And if you need help falling asleep, which I took advantage of this by the way, Headspace has wind down sessions that their members swear by, including myself. Last week, I woke up in the middle of the night at 1.30 a.m. in the wee hours of the morning knowing that I needed to wake up at 5.30 a.m. super early because my friend and I were taking a 11 hour drive And since I was driving, I needed my beauty sleep, but I could not get back to sleep for a while. And it dawned on me that I had headspace, turned it on, fell back asleep like a baby, who have also enjoyed their guided, semi-guided, and unguided meditations. And I must say that I quite enjoy being guided into a silent meditation as i do silent meditations myself but there's something rather soothing about a british man's voice guiding you into a meditation ever so delicately so no wonder it has 600,000 five star reviews and over 60 million downloads and headspace has also been backed by 25 published studies on its benefits. And for the parents out there, I want you to know that Headspace even has morning meditations that you can do with your kids and Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall well-being. So you deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash magic. That's headspace.com slash magic for a free one month trial for access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash magic today. there's so much there and i a few words kept coming to mind and heart when you were talking about this is so interesting our inner being it's like oh my gosh i know i know you know i know this i know this but why does the human we can conceptualize it why does a human feel buried underneath these blocks Mm. because we Even though we understand it, we consciously understand it, we still might feel like we can't break free and let go of this illusion. I mean, we're living Mm -hmm. in a society where we really we have to pay taxes. We have we have to make money in order to put food in our mouths. And when we have a physical body that does need to eat, you know, and we are bound to society in a variety of ways and then so we are striving for certain things because we do want to be financially free. We want to be yada, yada. And so our human is still so wrapped up in society. And though I'm not saying that we have to be, you know, go out to the middle of nowhere and totally break free from from this world, from society, because we are human and we're here for whatever reason to experience this human experience. Mm-hmm. I am totally understand how we are living mm-hmm. under a spell and we all really do have, different illusions and everything that is shared that you just shared feels like oh this is so true i know i know i know but yet at the same time this is something we might deeply know we conceptualize yet because of certain honestly boundaries and shackles that the human does kind of live by it's hard to fully and because of certain situations that are not really in our control that you know might happen with family or friends or strangers or just other humans, other situations happen that might make us angry, might make us, our human, completely unleash and go wild or be completely sad or whatever the human's going to experience. I more so will experience a bitterness or anxiety or will recognize like, okay, my human's experiencing this and I have actually reframed my relationship yet at the same time. I'm consciously aware of a variety of truths that are shared from Amazing spirit spiritual guides and like yourself and the messages that are even channeled through spiritual guides like yourself, mm-hmm. completely aware of them, and I understand them, but then sometimes it's like hard for the human to completely break free as we might feel blocked in certain ways if that makes sense. We conceptually understand yet it might not be one thousand percent embodied yet. Mm-hmm. And so how do we just free ourselves and let go?
1: mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I I also obviously never you know want to come off that I I do have all the answers, but I have spent uh, most of my life kind of yeah diving into this and and also supporting others in getting from a to z like i spent 10 years doing readings and like looking at the emotional scale of things and then the spiritual perspective and i think yeah i mean knowledge isn't really knowledge or wisdom until it is embodied and mm-hmm. so um i think you know there's a there's a, i guess a few things that i've been sharing and also trying to integrate for myself and i think one of the most helpful things we can do is to create a stronger foundation for who we really are, our soul, our essence, because we tend to think like, you know, sometimes with these spiritual things that come through, it's like, and they, when when I channel, you know, a lot of times recently, they're just like, "Do you think this doesn't apply to your life?" Like, <laughs> they, they just, they just like, "We're giving you all the answers," and re, and we. So there's the human part of us that's like, "Yeah, but a spiritual life is one where I don't get to have abundance, or I don't get to have love, or if I love myself, then I can't have this." Um, and that's just the ego because the ego is obsessed with negotiating, right? Because it lives within a limited world, and the soul. And our intuition, it works through all parts of us. Like our body isn't keeping us separate from heaven. Our perceptions are keeping us separate from heaven. Heaven can be here. And so again, sorry, I'm just looping back. But one of the most helpful things is like, how can I create a stronger foundation? So even if what you used to do was meditate in the morning and move your body, and that was enough, like what we're experiencing right now is like, it's not enough, it's not enough anymore. Like your body's like, uh, (laughs) I'm going to need you to really anchor more in presence. And I think, you know, something like anxiety is, in a sense, our continual denial of presence, and denial of uh, our, our emotions, you know, understandably. So like we don't, unfortunately we didn't grow up being like, well, this is how you deal with emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but creating a, a foundation and just like maybe making a list, I've probably shared this on here before, but it's like, what are the things that connect me with my body? What are the things that might uh, bring my, the essence of my soul? in? when do I forget that Brie exists? Like, what are the things that I do when I forget she gone When she gone? Like, what do I, what, um, roots me in presence? Uh, when do I feel at one with what's before me? Um, what are the things that I can do? Yeah. that I mean, I'm kind of saying the same thing, uh, that, you know, reminds me what is true. And integrating those things into your life and it doesn't take a lot of time like one of those things could just be you know one of the things that I've been practicing lately is just trying to not have thought you know like the freaking Captain Obvious situation that's always happening like it was like (laughs) so I when I drive into town it's like an hour or so drive and I try to just come back to not identifying. Could we not identify everything? <laughs> Could we just be in an observance? And so I try to just observe and not uh, and it's you know it's not easy. Like I'm always just like begin again, begin again, begin again. And it's it's obviously easier in nature um but when you allow yourself to really uh be in presence it begins to pull you and there's this point where you you can feel euphoric bliss that lives beyond condition and i think whatever we can do to nurture um that that part of ourselves and 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 one of those ways i guess i'm saying is to simply become the observer without identifying uh without opinion and without investment and that's also ironically like how we can walk ourselves back to truth when stuff does come up it's like what is true when i take my identity out of this equation um what is true when i take my personal investment out what is true when i take my opinion out and because we can't always just like go to the mind to figure it out right it's but we can have these pieces that we know bring us back because really all solution is going to lie within that essence. Like all creativity, all inspiration, all healing, um, all truth revealed, all of that happens within the present and within the unconditional. Like we have to rise above what is in order to shift what has been and so again, the, the ego mind wants to go, "Well, how's that gonna work? Well what about the what about my rent?" And then, yeah, it doesn't mean that you have to just give up everything, but like, you know, it, it was like meeting it halfway and and create, creating the space um, for that part of ourselves and, and realizing that, yeah, again, like the the pain and the hardship that's there for us too um and we can't get to the lesson right away but i think maybe even like looking at what of what are what are, where and when have i grown the most of my life and maybe it's like some free writing and you'll probably find that it was like well, it was the pain it was the catalyst but it was when i leaned in you know and i moved through it um, and maybe it was the times when you jumped and like you chose, uh, you chose love or you chose, um, you chose like newness or you, you, cho- you chose, uh, it's kind of, it's almost like your, your higher expression. Um, and I'm trying to, uh, move through everything as consciously as I can. And as hard as that may be. And allow myself to like feel it to heal it, um, remembering that really, every, so if everything is the essence of light and God behind all form, then why not work to see that? If that's the only thing that's gonna bring us peace and um, every and everything that we want. Um, yeah. And then I, sorry, one more thing, I guess that I, Oh,
0: I'm loving this.
1: Okay. I love love this for us (laughs) Um, is looking at like all of the aspects of ourselves, like even the mind, you know, the mind wants to serve. It's just like, boo, I got you where you want to go. And being, taking compassionate accountability for uh, what are we feeding our mind? Uh, you know, how are, what are we ingesting and what's the diet we're giving to our mind? If we have the ability to be really all geniuses, um, how, you know, how, are where are we offering our life force and, you know, looking at what would it look like to be more disciplined with the mind? Because if we use the mind for our ascension, we will ascend you know, and I understand like, yeah, it's, it can feel hard to disembark from the patterns, but it's really just about a lot of small shifts. Right. And, um, you know, that sometimes comes in like what I might call like an anchor, which would be like a truth, something to come back to. Um, you know, not that maybe it's like, if it's about love and you're like, I don't really like the affirmation of like, I am worthy because I'm like, worthy of what? Worthy of who? (laughs) You are love. Like (laughs) You are love. And, you know, in my remembrance of this, I call more forth or whatever it might be that you can access that has the unconditional piece to it. So redefining the mind, like what if my mind was my greatest tool for my ascension, then what? How would I treat it? What, how would I support it? How would I be using it? And then doing the same thing with your body, like what if my body was just a vehicle for my greatest incarnation? Uh, how then do I see it, and how do I treat it, and what do I want to do with it? Um, and then looking at, you know, the, our heart space and remembering, kind of like there's that difference between the emotional heart and the we call it emotional heart and the eternal heart, like the emo your the, the Your eternal heart is kind of like the soul, right? It's not the thing that tethers you to pain. that it tethers you to truth. And the emotional heart again, is telling us where we stand in relation to that truth. We're sentient beings. We're here to, to feel our way through the fabric of duality. <laughs> and so allowing ourselves that you can't evade feeling and a lot of our problems are are from that um, our addictions and our, you know, our, our kind of emotional patterns that feel more like conditions. Um, and so inviting them in as gently as you can and, uh, yeah, and just looking at maybe like the greater truth that they really bear. Um, yeah. And just remembering that it's all an invitation, like as hard as it is, like, I just went through some crazy sorrow a couple weeks ago and I was like, well, what the what? Like there was, I like thought this part of myself was gone. Like I was like, yeah. Oh, heal that. Heal that.
0: <laughs> and then I was
1: like, Oh, she's alive and well. She was waiting to be deployed. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And just moving through like those unpleasant emotions, but I kept coming back, you know, I was like, okay, we're doing breathwork again. We're getting in presence again. We're going to, we're going to just keep, approaching it um and yeah and can and again like we keep saying you know it's an infinite process so yeah. uh, there is no there so I'm not I didn't I wasn't like you stupid idiot <laughs> 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 it, was <just> like, <laughs> it wasn't fun <laughs> but uh, I knew it was there for me so I'm, I'm continuing to try to lean into it
0: and this was only a couple weeks ago and I remember when you were Obviously, I remember because it was a couple weeks ago, but going through <laughs> it. And I think it's beautiful that it's so true that our human's going to continue to be challenged. And it's okay to honor your feelings in that moment. And what's beautiful to see is that we have these tools we can reach to to help us, again, reframe our relationship with whatever's going on and see. From that, how we can lean in and what the growth or what the experience, whatever the lesson is from whatever that scenario was and to not beat ourselves up. You were talking about observing and one exercise that I've mm. done a few times, especially especially to learn more about my human, as all of our humans have our, our own little struggles, we drive our own little struggle buses, right, um, <laughs> that we don't have to live with, but I... Like to instead of run from it or suppress it or bypass it or pretend like it's not there and I can say all these truths all I want, but it's that feeling it to finally release it is what really matters. But before I even sometimes do that, it's nice to, I love that you said observe. I'll sometimes zoom out and look at this human like she's on a big screen just like, you know, watching her live this life without that emotional connection to her to navigate like how... If I were to see somebody in that position, like what would be their best message or what what is something that I see Mm. that they might, that she might not see. And then that Mm -hmm. definitely brings a new level of awareness and compassion for what I'm going through and excitement for maybe the beauty of the reason. Like I'm actually very grateful because it brought me honestly to deliver messages and share my heart openly Mm. with a bunch of people on this podcast and connect with people like you And if it weren't for experiences in my life, I probably wouldn't even be doing this, what I'm doing today. And it is from all the heartbreak or the human experiences that, you know, is leading me and is leading whoever's listening to where they're going, where they are today. I mean, people listening are listening to this podcast for whatever reason. And I think it's beautiful because not a lot of humans care to dive into this stuff. And Mm. because I think a lot of everyone listening is likely a very sensitive person human mm. and perhaps has their human struggle perhaps not but perhaps does therefore the desire the awareness and desire to even want to tune in to that inner power tune in with that soul that eternal heart within you is already in my opinion and this is for a lack of a better term a win mm-hmm. for the experience of the human because not a lot of humans are even Mm -hmm. willing or they might be conditioned to believe to seek externally you know so Mm -hmm. yeah I think that Mm -hmm. that in in and of itself is a win and so even though you were going through that a few weeks ago you had the tools and you're able Mm -hmm. to even if it still hurts or whatever your human is in her power Mm -hmm. no matter what and that's pretty awesome
1: yeah I mean how else do we learn right but to moved through it all and I um taught this like breathwork class on emotions uh, last weekend and I before I teach those live classes I always channel for the group and because we were asking about emotions um can I read just a little something that that they offered because it, it speaks to what you just said
0: please 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 so this was a channeling or was this was just a Q&A thing
1: yeah it's a, no this was a this was a channeling so oh. I sit before class and I'm like okay Let's. Like, what do we need to hear? What do they need to hear? <laughs> I love it. Uh, and again, like this was. This is a longer. Yeah, I think it's like a five-page thing, but I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs. Um, so, the tears of the heart you feel are the rending from your eternal being. So when we feel pain, we we are. You know, we're. This is Bree speaking now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kind of translating that line. When we feel our heart being torn, it's they're making the analogy that we are tearing ourselves away from truth. The strife of the heart is an important one. You must remember that all things bear divine wisdom. And if there were no pain to redirect your course, could you be guided alone by your eternal heart? And they were kind of like, you couldn't, good could job. <laughs> if there were no struggle within the human experience, how rich would it be? If you did not experience the contrast of a dualistic life, how would you come to know the fullness of oneness? If it were not here in this moment, if you had not been given this gift to feel, then how would you determine your reality? Uh, We're offering our hearts to you during this time of grace. They're talking about our collective, what I would call a shit show. They're calling it grace, which that's why I'm here doing my work. Um, We are offering our love. To those of you who fear you have lost your way, we assure you that the law of oneness, meaning truth and the law of oneness, uh, will always prevail, and that your your light will magnify the presence of God for others to follow and to come home to. So what they were saying is like what we were talking about earlier, like it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be some big purpose. but when you do this deeper work, you are, Um, magnifying your own light essence which creates like this uh, collective light that people are drawn to so then they're pulled to also whatever do the work begin to return home so they're like you know we don't know that really on a conscious level but they're like it's real Um, and they said if the prevailing law of oneness is not linear right it can't be oneness (laughs) Please do not approach your matters of the heart as so. If your matters of the heart feel as though they are uh, if, and unescapable, do not attempt to escape them, but rather allow them to hold you. We mean that by allowing the full scale of emotions to be felt, all parts are given a voice and a channel for expression and becoming, for only when we allow the forces to move through us can they be released and transmitted into wisdom. And then they broke down some feelings like so if sorrow arises, um, what truly is asking to be mourned, what aspects and voices of the identity must be heard before they can make their final farewell, which I love, right? Because I re- I experienced that too, like I was actually, when I was experiencing sorrow, I was experiencing sorrow about these ba- aspects of myself, Um And again, I wasn't like being hard on myself, I was just like releasing those, you know, falsities. And uh, let's see, Um, anxiety is the fear that arises when plans and perceptions are driven by the fearful self, the self who believes themselves to be only of the physical world and therefore a limited world. So what is true about love? It is the essence of creation. It heals all things it is directed towards. So what would it look like for you to love your suffering into healing, into its own transcendence? Feelings of inadequacy and not-enoughness also derive from the fabricated self attempting to receive love and worth from the outer world. Its attempts will always prove futile. So can you love what wishes to be embraced? For when you release the needs that uphold the linear self, you are held by the unconditional. And you will find that no matter how you astray, to any form or degree, this essence holds you. So why not work to arrive to its embrace? Many fear that it is more complicated than this, or that it cannot be the answer to their suffering. But those who make this claim have not yet felt fully the arms of grace so let this be your prayer. Ask to be held by the grace that is oneness. Search with your physical senses to witness it before you. With small effort, heaven will be bestowed upon you. For only by the hands of God can you truly be held, and you can replace God with oneness or whatever. Um, But I thought that last part was so beautiful. And I, I can say that because it didn't come from me (laughs) (laughs) starting to cry. Like Mm -hmm. that is the the best ask. Like, uh, let, let help, you know, let me be held by the, by this grace that is oneness. And then, um, having the, like mustering the courage to really look for it here. And they, they've really been repeating that a lot lately that, heaven is here, heaven is here, heaven is here, heaven is here. (laughs) The miraculous is here. As you look for it and see it, you become it. And that is the transcendence. Um, yeah. So, so, so much sweetness they're always offering. Yeah. I
0: was just visualizing many people saying that as like a little prayer daily. (laughs)
1: over listening yeah sure i um one thing that I've, i'm gonna find it really quick but i've been saying lately i'm like mm-hmm. oh god or uni whatever you want to say it." I'm like, <laughs> i need some help seeing truth right now it's, it's looking really foggy and i can't see it so can you please help me to see the light uh, you know of truth and love or whatever it may be and that has been my surrender because i know you know i know I know my greatest desire is to see from the eyes of, I, you know, I say God, but again, whatever. It's like, I know that it, that's what it's all here for. It's, it's so that we can experience um, unconditional bliss and be in reverence for life. I know that's all I'm ever looking for. I think it's the condition. I think it's a person doing the different behavior. I think it's like the attainment, but all I really want is to be in reverence for life. So um, so that last bit that they offered was, uh, so they said, when you release the needs that uphold the linear self, you are upheld by the unconditional. Uh, many fear that it is more complicated than this or that it cannot be the answer to their suffering. But those who make this claim have not yet fulfilled Fully felt the arms of grace. So let this be your prayer. Ask to be held by the grace that is oneness. Search for your physical senses to witness it before you. And with small effort, heaven will be bestowed upon you. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just if you could just meet us, not even halfway. Just, (laughs) just a little bit. We we got you. (laughs) I like to it's a lot of things that we've been talking about it's like where Mm -hmm. is again I know like God isn't for anybody and when I say God I'm not like God you know the man in the sky like I'm just like I replace God with like love oneness so whatever it is whatever you're looking at is where is the God in this it's there right it's the soul that's in front of you that actually is your soul. We're, we're just consciousness experiencing each other. Um, and so where is the, like looking for the magic and things, you know, even if you're just staring at, just staring at a tree, if you can, <laughs> we can be so lucky to sit with the tree and witness it uh, and really get present. It will take you to that, to that bliss. Um, and the reason why it takes you to that bliss is because the identity is lifted and she gone so it's like what are the things that help to lift my identity what are the things that give me room uh, to let my essence forth because everything is living here and now in the present and I really have been seeing that lately through these transmissions and very little practice but like you know obviously the portals are our consciousness it's what we're doing with our will what are we choosing to see um and so maybe you know just that real simple practice versus needing to go back and do the belief in this and that and the other it's like what do I want to see in this moment um and again like yeah well what is this an invitation for or to you know um and yeah, witnessing without that. I know it sounds like, like but like if you, they, they actually said in this transmission, they said, if you do that, like if you practice really getting into presence and you let it take you, and I've had a few moments in life, mostly because it isn't, isn't practiced, but where I allow myself to to be there and it does transport me to, Um, it feels like the present moment is the best moment that's ever been. But within an unconditional space, like, okay, yeah, maybe the condition is I'm in nature and it's easier there, but I'm not like happy because I got a thing. And they're like, if you practice that for 10 days in a row, you will experience a miraculous healing. And I really saw that it's like, oh, that is, it's pulling that energy in. That's the energy of creation. Um, and so I've been trying it. I haven't reached that list state. I've just been doing it for a few days, um, but I'm going to keep showing up. I've been trying to like, after lunch, I'll, I'll, I said, and I tell myself, I'm going to sit in presence for 10 minutes, um, and do my best. Uh, but yeah, I think there are infinite pathways to that. Like if you're, we're all creative beings. So, um, yeah, so much will bring that essence forth. Uh, yeah, and then consciously just using your will to recognize that versus the the humans like would be like I'd be like it's a shit show this horrible thing, uh-huh. <laughs> but trying to see yeah uh, uh-huh. what's really there.
0: Whew. <laughs> Oh, so beautiful. Is there a place where we can read this or listen to this?
1: You know, I don't have it up yet, um, but I do have a bunch of channeled transmissions on my site, and it's under resources. So my website is breamalanson.com, and then you'll see channeled insight. And I did record one that I did for the new year, and it I I asked like, you know, what's the deal? What do we do? What do we do? and it, so it's it's in the format of an mp3 and it's it's under one that says like um solstice it's exciting it's it's talking about manifesting and i think it says new year so there's a, there's a recorded and i'm i'm going to be hopefully making more and i try to get these up so um i want to say like i'll put it up on my website but uh I'll, I'll, i will <laughs> i will try because i'm due for due for a little bloggy blog
0: <laughs> people appreciate but, that indeed
1: yeah because they did, um, like I said, it's like five pages, and they did break down um, a lot of emotions. Like, they were like, well, this is this. They were like, um, you know, anger is with the withholding of love to maintain an idea of the self. Sorrow is the dying off of a personality become worn. Fear is the anticipation of the physical world being unable to hold you, which it cannot. You must rise above the illusionary world to dissolve your fear. Anxiety is the denial of emotions, I would put, and presence, but same thing, I guess. It is the evading of the discord that arises to guide you back to truth. Depression is the heaviness of all things untrue. In most cases, it is the result of living within the constraint of the mind. Getting more deeply into the body, the earth, and presence would be a remedy. Sadness is hope disguised. It is the desire for a turning of tides without the trust of God and love and oneness. Um, yeah, they offered kind of a breakdown of some other things, but I thought those were really sweet ditties too.
0: I love that Depression's so complex. Mm-hmm. and I think some soul for whatever reason, decided to choose a human that's wired this way for the soul's expansion Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah
1: yeah none of it to evade for sure yeah and like that all of those things are not to be like your trauma's not real you guys like (laughs) it's more just like here's like with anxiety it's like yeah it's a continual not choosing Mm -hmm. right like um and so it doesn't mean that it's not a thing but it's just kind of the awareness of how are these things a call like anxiety specifically is it's a call to presence, albeit a loud one, really loud one. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah. When people are in that fight or flight state, like their life is in danger or something, they're experiencing anxiety in that present moment. That's different than feeling anxiety because you're so in fear of what you don't know about the future or whatever it is, you know?
1: For sure. I mean, that's not, um, there's conditioned fear and there's instinctual fear, like instinctual fear. You know, allows us to run from the scary thing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like, but if you look at the natural world, they run from the scary thing, and then they go back to grazing. They go right back to homeostasis. Yeah. Conditioned fear is what we choose to carry with us, unconsciously or consciously, because we have the gift of will. Like the gift of will is really, essentially, our our identity, right? It's like where we're, what we're choosing to, um, to absorb and to express. Uh, and yeah, I think with anxiety stuff, you know, my friend, her son, you know, experiences anxiety. She called me one day and she was like, oh my God, Brie, like, what do I do? Should I take him to the hospital? And I said, well, he's like, I think he's like 19 or something. And I said, well, she said, if he will talk to you, will you talk to him? And I was like, sure. So he called and we had a nice long chat but i just i walked him through just something so simple and it it is um like something that we can like it'll just take a minute but then to come back to it is a good practice is like just taking some breath into the body and dropping out of the mind and just beginning to like breathe into your emotional body and remembering that um again, it's our it's our scale. it's our it's how we're taking in and interpreting life. so um, we are not our emotions, we are not our thoughts nor our past, and just kind of breathing in to the body, and it's okay if there are the emotions that are there. Um, a lot of times, if we can just get present enough with them without needing to identify them uh, or or get rid of them, they can dissipate so if you are bringing your awareness to an emotion, just really bringing your soft, um, nurturing presence there. Again, not needing to fix it, or uh, just maybe even like you could imagine like a a soft light, um, and just drop it into the body, and knowing that the body holds our intelligence. Nothing really lives in the mind. The mind is just meant to translate and. Uh, wisdom and intelligence, like infinite intelligence and and carry out, um, and so the mind is just like our receiver, and so if you have an emotion that you experience often or if you're having it now, like just being aware of like where that emotion comes up in the body um to be heard because that's that's again, that's all it's really doing is just asking to be heard and. And uh, kind of transmuted, and so, or maybe you just have the awareness of where it is. So, like for him, it was in his chest, and I just had him like softly tap on his chest, just to like kind of call it, like okay, it's right there, right? But you might experience it in your belly. You might want to put your hand on your belly. You're just, you're just connecting with that energy and that essence, um, and then just gently asking, uh, what is it that you need from me? My beloved, um, what is it that you need? And how can I help you? And just trusting whatever you sense, you know, for him, he heard it right away, which was so cool because he, you know, here he's not, he hasn't had experience doing this type of thing and he heard, I need you to love yourself. And he goes, whoa, he like, I can't believe what I, he was like, I can't believe I just heard that. <laughs> and so he was, we can, connect. <laughs> we can connect with it quite easily. We, we want to make it complicated. So I was going to just offer like, trust whatever you think it is. it is. It doesn't have to, It's not some angelic voice, right? Um, and so, you know, whatever it is that you feel or sense, and you may even want to ask, um, what are you here to teach me? Um, what is the greater truth you really carry, and um, if there's something that it needs, like sometimes I'll practice, you know, if it is, if you did hear like self-love, or I need to love myself, I'll just like kind of imagine like what would it feel like to breathe in love, what would it feel like to allow that to really move into that space within my body, what would it feel like to allow it to move through myself and expand through me? And, or if it's peace, what would it feel like to breathe in peace? Again, we're not trying to get rid of it. We're just, we're giving it a voice and we're, and we're soothing ourselves because again, no one can really hold us but us. Um, So it's so important for us to learn and to continue to kind of uh, lean into the depths of, of what that is for all of us. Um, And, you know, I mean, there's so many processes, but maybe it is, um, maybe you're coming back to an anchor around, uh, and, and by anchor, I mean, like an affirmation of like, I am love. I am the love that I seek. I am the truth that I seek. I am whatever feels right, you know, whatever you may hear, or um, I've asked that before in meditation, like, what do I do when I forget? I want to go back out in the world I't forget. <laughs> and then I'll hear something like your job is to love. and so then I'll come back to that any hardship, okay, my job is to love. Um, yeah, so making it I think less complicated and um, having the creating the space to hold ourselves um, more deeply, more even I think that for all of us, like whatever we were doing before is like, well, that's not enough anymore. <laughs> there's a lot going on and it's all a call it's all an invitation um we just gotta have the courage to to do so and remember we're not alone and um I think too like sometimes we gotta step into it before um before we before we kind of like put the greater call out right so if it is if you're like I'm alone I'm always doing this by myself and um I think there's a sense of really fully stepping into it, and they will come, like, be in the magnet, right, and be stepping away from the need. Um, Yeah, because it's a really intense time. This is, like, no other time that humanity has gone through, like, we are, our, our kind of, like, identities took the wheel so strongly. I mean, I read the other day that, the within the last 50 years we are now like 50 percent of the, the world's species is extinct in the last 50 years like we've really gotten on this train of attainment and um yeah this Ill- illusionary um kind of path and it's just so important to root back um and to get back into relation with ourselves and Earth and each other and, and our hearts, um, and our feeling, because really, again, to like to live fully is to feel fully, yeah. and um, yeah, giving ourselves permission to do it. Let's do it. Let's do what we came to do. <laughs>
0: Get already. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, Brie, there's something about your presence and your voice that just drops us in naturally. So I appreciate your genius, mm. you know, showing up in the world the way you are. And I know that everyone listening, whatever you're going through, I think that this was a beautiful reminder. Whenever your human is feeling whatever it's feeling to, take a beat to drop within and take a beat and remember, remember love. I think mm-hmm. that that is honestly key to coming back to that eternal heart.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, to what extent am I upholding my identity? It's in direct relation to our suffering um, yeah. or, you know, if it, identity, you can say separateness and yeah, that love is is coming back to, to our oneness and our remembrance of what is before us is us. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah it ain't easy it ain't easy but it's what we signed up for and if we didn't sign up for it we're here yeah
0: <laughs> all right so I want to ask you that last question I ask all the own magic guests you've answered many times before and I love that it's always different for everybody every guest that comes on a multitude of times it's usually different because there's many messages to deliver, but there's something that might be ringing in the heart right now. Mm-hmm. So on this day, how would you advise the Your Own Magic listeners to create their own magic?
1: I just live fully, embrace it all. <laughs> and um yeah, I think, you know, false power preys on fear. And I, um, th- especially with like, what's going on right now, and we're like, protecting this, this sacred life we have, like, what do we what do I think, what are we doing with it? Like I, in all those years of doing readings, um, I I I learned that we don't fear death; we fear that we will not fully fulfill our potential. Um, so, yeah, like let let yourself uh, your our freest, um, most abundant uh, self in life is within our most transparent expression. And it's what we need. It's what the world wants. It's what we all want from you is for you to be fully you Um, and to allow that miraculous nature to move through you. Um, I think, yeah, just like within, yeah, all the the ego will have you believe you got to negotiate for your entire life to, to get whatever. But it's like when we open to that essence of ourselves, which is oneness, we allow for life force to be made real through us. Like we call in massive amounts of potentials and people uh, and forces to work with. So, you know, tapping back into our power is really just remembering our, our oneness, which is, you know, our soul or our loving self. Um, but you are so very needed and uh, you are here with great purpose um, and again not to don't let the ego hijack that but you came i, I believe we, we come here we are here very specifically at this time uh with great reason and your heart and the work that you're doing is just so vital um yeah so thank you i want to thank your community and just whoever's ears this is laying on and i just I just also want to love and I love you guys and I love you Raquel, and oh Aww. yeah <laughs> I it's, love you
0: revolution time
1: <laughs> it's time mm. for rev- re-
0: love-lution mm. where can also everyone connect with you uh
1: yeah just my website is I have like a lot of free resources on my site of like a a 90-minute intuitive training I have um breathwork meditations and soul meditations and that's a channel insight. So it's uh, brie.melanson.com, and my um, the gram is at brie b r e e. dot Melanson m e l a n s o n. That's where you find me in the ethers, and/or Big zero I don't know. In the ethers. <laughs> that impact service thing. I was like, okay, all right. What do I, How am I get? How do I do this in the best way possible? How do I don't make the biggest <laughs> impact, the greatest service? And it's it's so full with so much uh a lot of stuff we talked about today intuition moving out of um yeah our limitations and it's got breath work and channeled stuff and meditations and lessons and practices to integrate and embody uh so it'll be coming out soon and I um yeah maybe like you said maybe I don't not that I like need to come back on and plug it but maybe I'll come back on again when, when that's rolling, but it should be this month. Um, May is the goal. Yeah. And I, we will be doing scholarships as well.
0: I love it. So everyone keep your eye out for that. It might already yeah. be out. We don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Bri, <laughs> I love you. Obviously.
1: Yeah. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.